Hi there and welcome. This is Amanda, the founder of Astrology Hub, and you're listening to our week ahead snapshot with world-class astrologer, historian, and author of the Cosmic Calendar, Christopher Renstrom. This show is designed to give you a quick overview of the week ahead, enabling you the gift of choice in how you navigate and weave these energies into your daily life. Enjoy. On August 19th, Uranus, the planet of revolution and change, turns retrograde. This coincides with it forming trines to Mercury on August 20th and Mars on August 22nd. Hello, my name is Christopher Rundstrom, and I'm your weekly horoscope columnist here on Astrology Hub. And this week, I wanted to talk to you about Uranus turning retrograde. Now, we're all pretty familiar with retrogrades, with planets like uh, Mercury or, or Venus. Mercury retrograde happens to be a particularly famous one, probably because it takes place three times a year. Retrogrades, as we generally understand them, are the period of time when the planet is working or behaving in the opposite way that it is when it's turning direct or behaving in, according to its true nature. Let me pick up on Mercury quickly here as an example. Uh, Mercury is the planet of buying and selling, okay? It's the planet of wheeling and dealing and shaking on a deal, okay? And that's because Mercury, well, the Latin root of Mercury is Merc, and that's the same Latin root that gives us merchant and merchandise. So this is why Mercury is the planet that rules over buying and selling. So when Mercury is moving direct, ostensibly, uh, deals are going off well, you're buying and selling, you're getting your merchandise, your Amazon delivery is showing up on time, okay? And it's during the period of time when Mercury is retrograde, when, astro when astrologers will warn you not to buy anything, not to sell anything, and not to shake on any sort of deals. That's because when Mercury is retrograde, it's moving or it's moving in the opposite direction and behaving in the opposite way that it normally does. So this is the period of time when um, you're finding out that you purchased faulty merchandise, uh, that the deal doesn't come through, or someone stole your Amazon package off of your front doorstep. Uh, so this is basically our understanding of when a planet is moving direct, i.e. behaving in the way that we expect the planet to behave, or moving backwards in the sky, which is when it's misbehaving, is probably the best way of thinking of it. Now, when we get to the modern planets, like Uranus, Neptune, and Pluto, and by the way, modern planet refers to planets that were discovered after 1781, which are the planets Uranus, Neptune, and Pluto. They're also known as the uh, transformative planets or uh, generational planets because they take so very long to go through just one astrological sign. Now, the modern planets spend a lot of time, as I said just now, uh, in a zodiac sign, but they also during the year spend almost as much time retrograde as they do moving forward. So that's why astrologers can get a little fuzzy on what the difference is supposed to be between a direct motion or a retrograde motion with a modern planet. Like what would we expect in its, in its uh, change of behavior? 
Now Uranus we know as being the planet of revolution and change. That's because when Uranus was discovered, it upset or threw over the astrological order of the seven planets, the traditional classical planets, by introducing an entirely new voice. And indeed, Uranus was discovered at the midpoint between the American War for Independence and the French Revolution. So this is why it's associated with revolution and change and radical ideas. Uranus, I find, in, over the years that I've worked with the planet, uh, sort of is like a pendulum. I like to describe Uranus a lot like a pendulum. And it either moves in a direction that we uh, associate with being very revolutionary or innovative or even progressive, and then it can swing and move in the opposite direction, which we associate to being reactionary, resisting, and wanting to cleave to the ways of the past, uh, not wanting to upset the way things have always been done. And so Uranus actually, in my opinion, made more radical because it swings in these two directions. On one hand, it can be very progressive or inventive or innovative. And then on the other hand, it could be very reactionary and, 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 and seeking the golden age, the wanting to reinforce the way things are done. And this is why we can see, for instance, in the zodiac sign of Aquarius, so many Aquarians are born in one or the other camp. You can have Aquarians who can be very revolutionary and in innovative, uh, like an Angela Davis, for instance, someone who's ahead of her time and, and full of these um, extraordinarily wonderful ideas. And then you can have Aquarians who move in the opposite direction, who are, are insisting that things shouldn't change and things should stay as is, like, for instance, um, a Sarah Palin from a little while ago. Uh, so that's just to give you an idea of, of the two sorts of swings that we can go in. So when Uranus uh, turns retrograde, what are we to expect? Well, Uranus moves from being a very revolutionary uh, type of energy and revolutionary actually doesn't pick political sides. It could just be like, we have to overthrow the system and change the way things have been, okay? Which there's a lot of that that's going on these days that we, that we hear about. Um, but I find that when Uranus turns retrograde, it goes from a revolutionary to a revelatory idea, okay? So it's this idea that instead of just calling for change or whatever, it can be almost this enlightenment or these uh, epiphanies or these flashes of revelation in which all of a sudden there's, there's an understanding of what maybe all of this rigmarole has been about. So when Uranus is retrograde, it's not as abrupt and it's about faces as 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 it is typically but um but it can be just as absolute and uncompromising but the idea is that it's going to take the opposite position and and it's going to be very steady in its course so let's say i don't know let's say for example you've spent years of your life rallying against a cause um refusing to yield an inch or entertaining someone else's perspective or point of view. You've, you've been invested in this and this is what you've done for years. Okay, um, when Uranus turns retrograde, all of a sudden it can be this feeling of getting it, of like, well, well maybe yielding an inch isn't such a bad idea, or maybe there is something to someone else's point of view, or maybe I've just been a little bit too militant and, and I need to soften up. Okay, so, so that's nice. That can be a sort of turn. That's the turn of the planetary energy. 
But then Uranus being Uranus, it can sort of head in the opposite direction because now it's retrograde. So that you might wind up embracing or even championing um, a, a cause that was the exact opposite of the one that you had embraced before. Um, in fact, you might even renounce previous positions and say, you know, I couldn't have believed that I had uh, subscribed to something so objectionable. But during the retrograde, instead of things hitting you like a bolt out of the blue, it's more like a realization slowly dawning of a, a sort of sort of like, hmm, I get it. Now, now I get it. It's not this sudden bolt of the blue. It's it's like this now I'm getting it. And so what we look for as astrologers when we're working with ideas of predictions or we're working with the behavior of the planets is what we'll ask ourselves is, is there anything that's supporting this change of energy of Uranus. If Uranus is moving from a revolutionary to a more revelatory type of energy, you know, that it's that it's turned retrograde, uh, that, that it might even be reversing its positions um, and might even be sort of calming down a little bit. Is there anything else that's going on in the sky that's going to support this? And one glance of the of the planets this week, and 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 as an astrologer, uh, you say yes, there is. Um, and what's supporting this kind of more maybe sober view of things are the trines to Mercury and Mars. We've just gone through a period of time where a number of planets have been in opposition, where where they were opposing Saturn. These, these were very very heavy oppositions. Uh, it was kind of like every planet and their brother into the swimming pool. You know, all these planets in, in Leo were in opposition to Saturn and, and Aquarius, and that was causing rifts and divides. An opposition is as far as a planet can get away from another planet in a horoscope. I mean, if it's like, I want to get away from you, it's as far as it can get away from the planet in a horoscope. Once a planet has completed its opposition, the next aspect that it moves into is a trine. So basically, after everything can be separative or polarized or really dead set against finding any sort of compromise or bridging of ideas, comes the trine. And this is what we're experiencing this week. So where Mercury and Mars might have been very, very out of sync in recent weeks because of its oppositions uh, when they were traveling through Leo, now that they're in Virgo, they are forming trines to Uranus. So instead of Uranus being this kind of revolutionary energy, remember it's turned retrograde and it's, and it's, and it's becoming more revelatory. You have two planets which are connected to the head. Uh, Mars rules Aries, which rules the head, and Mercury is the planet that rules the mind, uh, that are moving into trine with Uranus, which some astrologers um, really associate to breakthroughs of the mind or very, very inventive thinking. So what we can sort of expect this week with these trines taking place is not only revelations that make sense, but revelations because these planets, Mars and Mercury are traveling through Virgo that are going to be immediately applied. They're going to be immediately acted upon and probably for the good of the group or the good of, of society or good of all people. So not only are we seeing a sort of calming down of, of energies, but we're also maybe seeing perhaps reason return to uh, the current dialogues, discussions and proceedings that are going on in your life. Remember that Mercury is exalted, meaning the most powerful in the zodiac sign of Virgo, which means that Mercury rules 
itself and it rules Mars, which are traveling through Virgo this week. Uh, and, and it will also take rulership of the sun when it joins everyone else in the zodiac sign of Virgo. So Mercury is really bringing out this discussion, this need to talk, this negotiation, and this working in concert. Okay, Mercury isn't into the oppositional or the adversarial energies. Mercury is working in concert to sort of uh, connect the dots of all the ideas and to and to bring them all in, uh, together into something that can work, Virgo, uh, efficiently and effectively, which is also Virgo. This creates trine energy in Earth, and this is a good thing because Earth is the element of health and wealth, so we should be expecting some results and some movement forward, some revelations in the area of work and health. Now, this energy uh, changes when Mercury changes signs uh, because it will no longer rule the planets in, 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 in Virgo. Mercury changes signs um, on August 30th. So basically, you have between now and August 30th to uh, make your best pitch, to sell your best plan, to organize people and get everyone on the same page and to coordinate efforts and to essentially and, and, and hopefully um, produce results. And the likelihood of producing results with Mercury uh, being in Virgo until that time is going to be high. So go ahead and get all of that going because all of that changes when Mercury enters the zodiac sign of Libra on August 30th. Hi, I'm Rick Levine, and I'm so excited to be offering you the chance to study with me during our live chart reading practice month here at Astrology Hub. This course consists of four live sessions, each two hours long, where I'm going to be looking at a handful of students' charts live and demonstrating how to read a birth chart while actually receiving feedback from the designated clients in real time. This is Astrology in Action. This is where the rubber meets the road and you'll be right there with me as I navigate the unique dynamics of these individuals' charts. The sessions will be streaming live every Thursday afternoon in August at 5 p.m. Pacific, that's 8 p.m. Eastern Time. And you can enroll now at astrologyhub.com charts. Oh, and by the way, you'll have the opportunity to submit your chart data for consideration to be one of those that will be read live during the sessions. Again, that's astrologyhub.com slash charts. I hope to see you there.